As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. DDT! What's up, dude? What's going on? Nothing much. Just getting back from eating a, eating a dinner at the mom's house. Nice. Yep, back in uh, back in Peoria after the 2019 double header wrestling rager. Hell yeah, man! Which one did you like better? Uh, they were both really good. Definitely raw, just due to uh, like the atmosphere of the televised show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh. And I don't know. I was. In, it'll be interesting to see your take on Raw because when I was there, it was really fun. I don't know how good of an episode it was uh, to the viewer, but I had a blast there. What did you think of Raw overall as a as watching it from the television? Uh, it's all, it all pretty far for the course for me on the TV, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and we'll get to all that. But um, but yeah, live definitely the atmosphere of Raw was a lot better. Um, it was a good, the crowd was good, at least live. Um, I don't know how it came across on television. Uh, a couple annoying points with the crowd, but overall pretty cool. Um, nice. but the Peoria show was really fun too. We had really cool seats at the Peoria show. We had like upper level, but like first row. So like we had all this leg room and it was all spread out. Oh yeah. So you really got to kick back and relax at the Peoria show. Um, yeah, dude, you want to uh, you want me to tell you what matches they had and see if you can do a clean sweep of a Peoria house show? Sure. Because I bet you could. It's all pretty classic uh, house show outcomes here. Yeah, let's let's try it out. Ladies and gentlemen, I predict predictions predictions. I predict. R-Truth and Carmella did a little promo in the ring, of course. And do I get a prediction thing, or is this not worthy of the prediction image imagery? Oh, I'll give you the prediction. All right. It's already Let's in. It. It's already in. Um, right. So we started out with R-Truth and Carmella with the in-ring promo, of course, and that leads to R-Truth versus Andrade versus Samoa Joe for the uh, U.S. title. 
So who you got there? Oh, well, the U.S. title staying on Joe. Correct. And I think he did. I'm not sure if it was the clutch or the, uh, what do they call his other move? The rock bottom looking thing? Uranagi or something? Yeah, I, I can't tell you. <laughs> the the Uranagi or something, but yeah. And then we had a uh, an actual. We had Lacey Evans in an actual match. No, no. Yeah. So no. It started out uh, Sonya versus Nikki Cross, and then Lacey Evans starts doing her catwalk thing. And um, I don't remember if it's. I guess it would be Nikki. Had had enough and attacked her. Something happened. Somehow she got incorporated in the match. And then Carmella came as the equalizing face. So we ended up with Lacey Evans and Sonya Deville versus Carmella and Nikki Cross. Wow, that's strange. Yeah, isn't that a weird one? Was, was Lacey Evans like she's normally dressed to the nines? Yeah, under under that was a some ring gear. So she just Hulkamaniaed out of the fucking dress and pulled out some I don't tights I, and some boots. Yeah, she had ring gear, but I'm not sure. Yeah, she was wearing like a green. Yeah, she was she was doing her catwalk in like not ring gear, but I think under it was ring gear. That's wild. What what's she like? Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Pretty horrible, yeah. Like she definitely has a lot of work to do. Um, but yeah, Lacey and Sonya versus Carmella and Nikki. Who do you got here? I gotta go with the uh, faces. Yep, they did win. I couldn't tell you how they won though. Did a lot oh, they of roll up. Yeah, Dude, they use them. They use the roll up so fucking often in WWE now. It's insane. Oh yeah, well. The Kofi Kicks and Gauntlet match had a couple of roll-ups, didn't it? Oh, yeah. It sure did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I couldn't tell you how that match ended. We, I did a lot of pre-drinking before this one. Hey, that's all right. It's a Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, Porta was drinking Evan Williams at that point. So, a little foggy on that one. <laughs> uh, next, next match we get, this is a good one, Hardy Boys. Versus uh, Rusev and Shinsuke versus The Bar. Hardy Boys versus Rusev, Shinsuke versus The Bar. Oh, no, I, I, you showed me the video and it had the outcome in it, so I know this one. Oh, spoiler alert. Hardy Boys yeah, won. And this is a cool Yeah, this is a cool finish, man. I, I mean, you could, you could see it coming from a mile away, but we got a nice swanton. And then, well, I just saw the Swanton specifically, I think. What'd you say? I just saw the Swanton specifically. I didn't see how it set up. Yeah, I think Matt Hardy did the uh, twist of fate to lay him out. Oh, yeah. Jesus, that's classic. And then, fun side fact, we I had a couple of reports from people that know I'm a wrestling nerd told me that the Hardy Boys were spotted at uh, Planet Fitness the next morning. <laughs> Getting their pump on, bruh. I'm assuming I didn't ask. Good question. Uh, you could ask our buddy Briggs, who was also there at the WWE Live. He was one of the people that sent me that message. Uh, and then also uh, our buddy, friend of the show, Alex um, from Lucha Libre, told me the same thing. I'm gonna guess it was the one on uh, in Sheridan Village. You you remember that? 
There's a gym in Sheridan Village. Yeah, well, you're not going to remember that, but you remember Sheridan Village. It was right across the old Papa John's you worked at. Of course. Okay. So, yeah. Um, there is a gym there now, and I'm assuming that's where they're at. Unless they were across the river, East Peoria. But I think they were there. Clanging and banging, huh? <laughs> the boys were clanging and banging. Uh, I, I, did, I did see one picture that Briggs' buddy sent him. And... Uh, I was we were on the way to Chicago and I was getting these messages and Samantha's like, the Hardy Boys were at uh, Planet Fitness right now, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah I'm like she's like there's a picture I'm like all right like we were in deep traffic at that point so I'm like wait till we get through this and I'll look at it. and I'm like, what do they look like like they look funny in gym clothes, and she's like I don't know they're wearing just their their regular pants and I'm like they're wearing their fucking ring gear. I was like, they're wearing their pants? She's like, yeah, I mean, it's just their pants. I'm like, no way. They're wearing their Hardy Boys ring gear pants. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, no, I think they're like sweatpants. I'm like, okay. I just, I'm envisioning them. Yeah, I'm envisioning them in the black pants with the studded belt and the wrestling boots just clanging and banging at Planet Fitness. <laughs> yeah, and Matt Hardy's crazy fucking hair and his wacky... Uh, what, what kind of is that boot cut pants with the little flare at the fucking tail oh yeah like the 90's uh, what do they call yeah. those pipe those are pipes man pipes those are pipes bruh you remember uh, Lee pipes no There's I a, didn't wear these pants well you remember, you know the the, pant, the jeans Lee right yeah okay they made some pipes dude they were fucking rad <laughs> Back in the '90s, they they were straight as an arrow, never cargo ne- shorts and pipes. Yeah, they never. <laughs> yeah, if it you know in the winter you wore the lead pipes, in the summer you wore the cargos. For sure. But uh, yeah, these things never tapered in, and they didn't flare out. They just went straight down. Yeah, that's weird. They you know if you if you were in the '90s and you were skateboarding when you were in middle school, you probably wore them. So I'm That's surprised you wild. didn't. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't have a pair, but you yeah, know, just only, only traditional jeans, man. You know what it is? I think you were too skinny. That, that could be it. I think these were found in the what they called the husky section back in the day. Oh. Yeah, you might not know about the husky section, bro. No, no, I don't. I don't mention it too often. <laughs> I don't know if there still is. I don't have any kids, but there used to be a section for fat kids. It was called the Husky section. I bet they gotta have a more PC name than that. <laughs> yeah, they probably do, dude. That, that's that's a little uh, dark around the edges. Twenty nineteen. The Huskies. Um, you want to call kids Husky? No. So the next match was cool too. We got to see a little bit of a local favorite. Uh, Rowan versus Mustafa Ali. So we got an Illinois boy. Illinois boy versus Rowan. Yeah, who you got there? Oh, this might this might make or break me, but I'm gonna go with the uh, the hometown Illinois boy. Oh, it broke you, bro. Yep. That is a tough. I I can see where that would be a tough one to call. Rowan wins this one via uh, Iron Claw or whatever that was. Damn. And that's the one where we did get a Kevin Owens appearance after that. After the one, two, three, Kevin Owens comes to save and attacks Rowan and hits him with that stunner. Hey, show me a stunner. Yeah. 
so that's so so far your high your high moments of the night were definitely your Hardy Boys and your Stunner. For me, at least, and Mustafa Ali put on a good show, hell of a match. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> Did he do the uh, Spanish Fly? No, no Spanish. Well, it was Rowan. Oh yeah, duh. That'd be pretty <clears throat> goddamn impressive. Yeah. Uh, so we had one more match before intermission. This was um, Becky versus Charlotte. Uh, uh, yeah, he told me that I, I needed to know who won that immediately. So. Yeah, so spoiler alert, Becky wins this one via armbar, and this was a... I, I, I got a bone to pick with you and our uh, guest uh, film correspondent, though. Oh, what's that? I, I heard through the grapevine that you guys were uh, clapping pretty hardcore when the Queen came out. Oh, yeah, well, you know I'm a Charlotte Mark. I know. Plus, I, we I, had... I, I, sell, I sell a wolf, I said, if I was there, we might have thrown down in the audience. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, Bork's a Charlotte Mark, too. Yeah. And he was on hand, and I tried to get a video because it was hilarious. Because Charlotte comes out, and, like, I just looked down the line. Like, we probably had about, I don't know, like, ten people there. And I looked down the line, and Bork's just solo clapping in the audience. Hell yeah. And I was like, so I tried to get a video of that, but I couldn't get it. But yeah, me and Bork were, were pro-Charlotte. Um, and you're the minority, I, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are other Charlotte Marks there, but yeah, definitely pro Becky. Um, but this is this was the best match of the night for sure, by a long shot. They told a really good story. It had all the classics. You had a, you, you had a moon salt. You had, you know, everything that you'd expect from the Becky Charlotte match. Oh yeah. And we, me and Samantha, thought that Becky kind of dropped the knee injury a little bit. Forgot about it a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, on SmackDown, it looked like she remembered a little better. You know what I mean? For so sure. it got a little better in Peoria and got a little worse on SmackDown. Hey, you know, all those kayfabe injuries, they, they can come back nagging, but as you least expect. Yep. So then we had our 15-minute intermission. We come back, uh, and we get Asuka versus, versus Mandy Rose, bruh. Asuka. Yep. And, yep. And this one's for the title, so Asuka wins. Uh, Samantha was really excited to see her, but it was a terrible match. Samantha an Asuka fan? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. But, I mean, not terrible, but yeah, it was, you know how it is with Mandy. Yep. And then we got uh, the New Day, which we were really excited about. First time we've seen them live. Really? Yep, so we got the New Day uh, versus Sanity. Did they do the Peoria? Oh, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Peoria! Don't <laughs> you dare be sour! Yeah, it was good. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, um, and honestly, I can't tell you who won that match. I'm assuming the New Day, right? I assume so. Yeah, the New Day won. I remember a celebration. So New Day wins that one, and then we get our main event preview to WrestleMania: Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was a good one. Who do you got here? <laughs> I'm gonna go since it's a house show. I'm gonna go AJ. Yes, sir. AJ. That's, that's a close one because I mean, 
Even though Orton doesn't like to admit it, he debuted in Peoria, so. Yeah, I put that factoid on the on the IG page for anybody who didn't know, because the WWE tends to hide that fact. I don't know why. I don't know, and it's not like they talk about debuts a lot, but with big superstars they do, and Randy Orton's definitely in that category. Yeah. And they never mention that. I mean, they don't even have to mention Peoria specifically. Like, Cole could just be in classic wrestling announcer fashion. He's like, born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri, debuted just up the road in Peoria, Illinois. Yeah. Takes fucking five seconds. Come on, Cole, get with it. No, nope, they never do it. Um, so that's a good card, though. Yeah, it was SmackDown only. No, it really was. Like I said, Randy Orton versus AJ was really good. I think by then, like, you know how house show crowds are. It's a lot of casuals. Yeah. I think by then they were kind of over it, and a lot of kids. And you know how kids, yeah. you know how kids get by the end of three hours. Yeah. Totally. So. So, understandably, some people were over it, but um, it was actually a really good match. And you know how Randy Randy Orton works, like, pretty slow in the beginning, you know? Oh, yeah. He's got a little taker in him in that sense. Yeah, so... There was that. There was a little bit of a wearing effect by the time we got there, but no. Yeah, like you said, really good card. That match was good. New Day was really fun. Becky Charlotte, really good. Mustafa Ali was cool. Stunner. Hardy Boys. It was pretty sweet. Hell yeah, dude. Now, my only uh, question, when I've seen house shows, there's tend to be an excess of chain wrestling. Did uh, you have any of that? No, I don't think it was too bad, but yeah. I mean... I mean, there's always something to work the crowd, but... Yeah, no. I don't think there was an excess. That's good. Yeah, no, it, was a, it was a good show overall. I got a classic souvenir cup. Oh, hell yeah. I got a souvenir cup both nights, bruh. Nice. Beer? Is there beer in that cup? There, no, there can't be beer, but what I do is I just buy the cup and then I pour my beer into the cup. But you cannot... You, you can't get a souvenir beer? You cannot. I try it at every venue. They just say no... It's soda only, and then the lady even one at the Peoria show, I was like, okay. I was like, well, my wife doesn't drink soda, just fill it with water. And I, I thought maybe she was like, she couldn't do that, and I was like, no, I don't mean like a bottled water, just literally turn around and fill it up with tap water. And she was like fighting me, and Wolf's like, Jesus Christ, is this going to be a thing? I'm like, I don't know. I just want water, I just want to buy the cup and just put water in it. It was fucking $8. Can I pay for an $8 tap water, please? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Give me a break here. Um, So yeah, that's the Peoria show, bro. Oh yeah, that would be a hefty beer, though. Yeah, no, you can't pay the $8 and have them fill with beer. You gotta pay the $8 for the cup, and then buy your beer separate. Okay, well, word for the wise. Yep. Um... So yeah, before we go any further, Jeff, I want to say thanks to anybody who's listened because our fucking listens skyrocketed this week. Oh uh, yeah. Did you check that number? Uh, I did a while back, but uh, what's it looking like? 
We got numbers. No, I mean, like, it, so normally we would get a look behind the curtain here. Normally we would get probably like 30 listens a week on average. Yeah. Like, you know, some weeks would be 40, some weeks would be 25, like whatever. So you you could say 30. And then this last podcast were over 400. So, well, I mean, are we, we got to be on like a playlist where people are listening like five seconds from the track and then like, wait, this is a podcast. <laughs> I don't know, dude. And I think they're just, no, I think I just like, I looked up different like ways to tag on SoundCloud and I think that did something. But yeah, it's probably a lot of people like, they like click it for five seconds. They're like, oh, fuck these guys. Yeah. That's what well, I said. Well, but if anyone came back. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. If you're back, what's up? People over but, there, what's up? But uh, gotta give a shout out to the uh, the original listeners too. So yeah, gotta be a crowd pleaser. Shout out to those OG listeners and all the new listeners. If anybody's just trying us out again, yeah. And if you if you listen for five seconds and said fuck it, that's cool too. Yeah, don't matter to me. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, we're not making any money off of this. Don't matter to us. Nope. Um. So yeah, if anybody's listening, follow us on the Instagram, uh, Apple Podcast, iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, any of that cool stuff. Or go old school and just tell a friend. Just that's even better. Just literally tell a friend. I don't care what the fuck you do. Just be like, hey, these dudes are all right. Um. So yeah, that's that was the house show, Jeff, and then we went to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Oh, that, yeah, that's a funny. So I threw in my, I made a sign for Raw. It said, well, one side said, Bork Laser, my place for meatloaf. So I was <laughs> inviting, inviting Brock Lesnar over for meatloaf on one side. That would be a great dinner table picture. You'd have to make a lot of mashed potatoes, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. A lot of mashed and a lot of gravy. But um, the other side was a hot dog uh, for Kurt Angle. And uh, we throw that in the back seat and we're driving. And uh, of course, as every Chicago trip, a semi truck veers into. So I think I think we're in four lanes at this point. Semi truck. Uh, you know, we were going to Oak Brook first. You ever been to Oak Brook, Illinois? I doubt it. Maybe I've driven through it, but... So we didn't take our typical route. We just went straight up 55. Interesting. And uh, so we're on 55, and I think it's four lanes at this point. And the semi-truck's coming all the way from the right, and he veers into the... Or maybe the third lane. He veers into the second lane to make a lane change, and there was a woman there that he couldn't see in his blind spot or whatever. So then she panics and veers into my lane i gotta lay on the horn slam on the brakes but the sign survived good which was funny because when we got to oak brook as things change other things stay the same like ohio lottery scratch-offs from small tickets to big tickets from bright colors to flashy themes there's something for everyone big wins make big stories but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories 
and your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Fucking stopped. You had messaged me that uh, that sign's going to get ruined when you eventually have to slam on your brakes, and sure enough, it already happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we stopped in Oak Brook for uh, Cheesecake Factory. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't have that in Peoria. Fuck no, dude. You know how I'd weigh 700 pounds if Cheesecake Factory was in Peoria. What's the price like? I, I've been in a Cheesecake Factory like once in my life. I know they have a fucking huge menu. Yeah, you feel like Gordon Gordon Ramsay hates big menus, Jeff? If there's oh, one... he'd fucking... He'd rip his dick off for this. <laughs> he would hate this it. This thing's like 20 pages long, dude. It's like a Harry Potter book. It's ridiculously big. I'm like looking through this thing. I'm like, God, what am I going to get? And I look up and there's like an Asian dish, an Asian dish going by me. I'm like... They have an Asian menu? Oh my god. This is too much, but it's probably like, I don't know, like a lunch, like sandwiches, like a cheap lunch is probably 14 bucks. Yeah. And then a dinner is probably 20 I don't know. It's not outrageous. Yeah, that's not terrible. <clears throat> but we like the cheesecake, so that's really why we go there. But all the food's good. Hell Yeah. <clears throat> But then we made our way uh, to Rosemont. Our hotel was like literally... Have you ever been to Allstate Arena? Negative. It's right next to a Target. It's really weird. Like you could... you could step... arena's next to a Target? Yeah, it's odd. It's in a weird location. Like you could step out of Target and throw a rock at Allstate. I'll be damned. So Allstate was probably a... Three, four minute walk from our hotel, super close. Uh, we stayed at the Wyndham Chicago O'Hare, which is connected to a Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> so, uh, right. Uh, so we just went back to the, we just you know checked in, had some some uh, pregame drinks, and then walked to the arena. So the the whole. Like, getting there is super easy. We never went into the city. Like, we thought we might after the show. It's uh, a track, dude. What'd you say? It's a track. I yeah, mean, you, yeah. you, you can just hop on the blue line, but still, that's it's a fucking... It's not a short train no, ride. No. I, I looked at somewhere to go, and it, it said it was going to be like an hour and a half ride. Yeah. Because, I mean, O'Hare's way the fuck out there. Yeah. So, we said, fuck that. Um, but we had a lot of fun, so we just went to the show, and then after the show, came back, did more more drinks in the hotel, ordered a pizza, or some za. Yeah, just did it old school. Was it a Chicago pizza or just fucking pizza? No, just pizza. Nice. Uh, but yeah, let's um. Are you, are you, do you have your uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey timeline? 
I sure do. You have that prepared? It's, it's lengthy. I don't know if you're ready for it. Well, what I thought we would do this week to change it up, um, instead of just going through Raw and going through SmackDown, we could go through what's been booked for WrestleMania. And then that pretty much covers everything we probably need to talk about. Yeah, I mean, like like I, like I mentioned earlier, Raw was pretty par for the course. Yeah. Hey, I'm down. Okay, so do you want to do your breakdown first or go through WrestleMania? Let's, let's start going through WrestleMania. When we get to the triple threat, I'll, I'll do the breakdown. All right. Um... Clanging pots over there? I'm clanging and banging, dude. I'm I'm lifting weights right now. Nice. Get pump. Yeah, I got a 45 on a curl. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's start with some of the lower end stuff. We got Shane McMahon versus The Miz. We already knew that's been announced. Um, that one was touched on on SmackDown, right before the gauntlet. Shane and the Miz, yeah, Miz uh, started the show with a pretty fucking good promo. Yeah, it was hilarious. Like, uh, his cereal, he was, he was super cereal. He was very cereal. But, uh, like, it, it's still weird, him being a face. And especially being serial as a face, it was it was extra goofy. But I mean, he, he pulled it off. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I did too. I thought the best part was when he was like, Shane McMahon says he's the best in the world, not because he won the best in the world tournament, but because he was born the best. He's a McMahon. He wasn't born the best. He was born the worst. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought yeah. that. Crash the McMahon name. Yeah, I thought that was so true and hilarious. Yeah. He basically just talked, like, about how he earned it and Shane's, like, just, you know, a a product of nepotism and a bitch. It seems to be a central theme in the wrestling feuds nowadays. What, earning it? Earning it versus nepotism. We got it in three stories currently. Yeah, you got it, Shane Miz, you got it, Becky Charlotte, where else? AJ Orton. <laughs> That's true. They've they've really worn the shit out of that one. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a good point. I didn't notice that. So that's all we got out of that one, right? He didn't have any he just cut the promo. Yeah. Unresponded promo. Okay. Um let's see, what else? Oh, we had uh Braun Strowman announced he's going to be in the Andre, Andre the Giant batter, Battle Royal. And it didn't make any sense. Fitting out, huh? What'd you say? Fitting out. Yeah, like, did it... You remember when he announced that? Yeah, uh... Shit, where, where was it? It was on Raw, obviously. Well, it was just funny, because he was, like, talking about how he was going to beat up that dude from SNL, and then he was just like... And that's why I'm entering the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. And it's like, what? That that doesn't work. (laughs) That doesn't even... Yeah, I didn't understand that at all. Um, Oh, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio has been booked. 
But that was on SmackDown, right? Yeah. You don't like that Ray one? Announced it. Ray announced it with his boy. I can't remember his boy's name, but he had his boy there, and boy's like half a foot taller than him. It's kind of funny. Oh, yeah, he was way bigger than him. Dominic? Yeah. Wait, really? What? Dominic? I think. The same Dominic they used in this? No. They used a guy, a kid named Dominic in a storyline. I don't know if it's Ray's real kid or not, but they used him in a storyline, like, in the mid-2000s. Do you remember this, or is this past? No, no, no. I saw a picture of it on the internet. Yeah, he was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same kid. Same kid, and that's a, that's his real boy? Yep. He he was huge. Don't you think? Yeah, I just I never I never made that connection. I just had that realization that they used him in a storyline about fifteen years ago. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, think about it. It has been fifteen years, but how is that kid so tall? I mean, I don't know. Must have, must have hooked is up Ray, with is Ray's wife short? I don't know. She must be huge. Or however that works. I don't know if that's like which. How, I don't know if that goes with like your grandpa. Or... I, I think it's uh, race is probably randomly that short. Like his his whole family can't be that short. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, yeah, this that was his real son, and yeah, I saw that picture on the internet. Yeah, he was like a little. He was he was a really small kid the last time they used him. Yeah, for sure. That's 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 wild. But hey, it's been um, fifteen years, bro. But I wish I would have left our truth and uh, Almas in on that shit. Yeah, I'm sad that the uh, Ray uh, Andrade C and Almas thing fell off for sure. Well, not only that, I wanted our truth in the picture. I thought he was a good U.S. champion. Yeah, they probably figured like we've done that match like four times, but still, it was good every time. Yeah, I mean they could have they could have played it out until Mania. They still might. You never know. For sure. Um, let's see how we have that. Um, what else we got? Oh, I didn't know about this. Did you know that? So Oscar versus To Be Determined. Um, the winner of a fatal four-way match between Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Carmella, and Naomi on the next episode of SmackDown will be. Uh, who faces Asuka at WrestleMania? Did you know about this? No. Was this on social media or some shit? I don't know. It must be. I'm just reading it on Wikipedia, but I never saw that on, on SmackDown. Do you, you have your soundboard up? I got a soundboard. What do you need? Let's give WWE a round of applause for not cutting Asuka out of WrestleMania entirely. Thanks, WWE. Seriously. They no-sold her, though. They didn't even give her the time of day on SmackDown to announce this. They just probably put it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Sonya, Mandy, Carmella, and Naomi. Who do you think is going to win that? You think? I mean, Naomi's like a veteran. Yeah. 
and like Sonya and Mandy, I feel like they well, unless they have a triple threat with Sonya and Mandy, which would kind of stink. Yeah. I don't know, man. Naomi's the right choice, but she's not going to be the choice, man. I, I'm thinking they're going to put Mandy in there. Son of a... No. No. <laughs> no. For the love I, I, of God. No. So, uh, let's see. You said Sonya Deville, Mandy, Naomi, and Carmella. Yep. Here's my power rankings. Naomi, Sonya, Carmella, Mandy. Yeah, your actual wrestling power rankings. Well, that and that's that's who I'd like to see in that order, you know. Yeah. No, I agree, and and that's the right wrestling car, wrestling power rankings too. I think. Yeah, if there's a ladder like there used to be in the PlayStation video games, you know what I'm talking about. If you play a fucking career mode and oh, yeah. one yeah. or some shit, you fucking climb a ladder like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I got you. Uh. So yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. If we get Oscar versus Mandy at, at WrestleMania, what a bummer! Yeah, I think we'd have to riot. <laughs> um, AJ versus Randy Orton. I don't think this one was touched on SmackDown, was it? Uh, hang on. No, AJ had a little just backstage interview. Nothing out of the ordinary. Oh yeah, he shouted out. He he gave a shout out to Kofi and just had an interview par for the course. Yeah. Okay. That's gonna be a toss up though when it comes to make predictions for that. <laughs> yeah, it could go either way. Uh. I mean. AJ's not a clear face. It's kind of who, who, whoever you fucking feel. It's one of those type of matches. Yeah. Which I dig. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be a great match, though. Fantastic match. Um. Oh, yeah, that's going to be... Think there'll be... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? I said, do you think there'll be a superplex or two? I think there'll definitely be a superplex. There was a there was a superplex tease in the Peoria match. Unfortunately, it did not happen. Sons of bitches. Yeah, I was pretty pissed about that. Um. So let's go over the Raw side. This is one thing that did happen on Raw. Uh, Kurt Angle announces his opponent, his farewell opponent, as Baron Corbin. So we get. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin at Mania. What did you think of that? This could be a stint. He's liquid. <laughs> you, what, you think this is a swerve? They, I mean, they are in kayfabe. I don't know if you went back and watched it, but in kayfabe, like, the announcers were even acknowledging the fact that uh, the WWE Universe is pissed with the fact that it's Corbin. And in Chicago, I, yeah, I'm sure you heard it, but I heard people faintly chanting in the background, uh, we want Cena. Oh yeah, there's plenty of we want Cena's, Jeff. Uh, the Chicago crowd was extremely pro-Cena the whole night. Which I heard is... CM Punk too, obviously. Oh, of course. Yeah. 
Like, come on. Like, CM Punk's been gone for five years. Yeah. I think we should just call it good. Like, like they counted... They, they chanted CM Punk during Kurt Angle's match with uh, Chad Gable, which was a really good match. Oh, yeah, it was. And it was like, get, like fuck off. CM Punk? It was five years ago. Give it up, dude. Might be losing listeners now. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I, I, we, we live in Illinois. Okay. We, we, we did not watch the CM Punk era. We gotta clarify that. No, I didn't. Uh, and I'm sure, like, even if he was awesome, like, it's, it's five years, though. Yeah. Like, just call it good, man. But, um... Yeah, just just end it. Like it's over, man. Like if he doesn't want to wrestle, he doesn't want to wrestle. Like that's cool. Yeah. Why would you want somebody to do something that they hate doing or they don't want to do anymore? Like whatever. Oh well. Chicago's still obsessed with CM Punk. Apparently, it, there wasn't just one Jeff. There was it was going on the entire night. Oh, I'm sure, uh, yeah, I think I, I heard it multiple times, but I remember clearly hearing it in the ankle match, like yeah. you said. Yeah, well, I think that one just bugged me because that was actually a really cool match. And instead of just watching Kurt Angle for probably the last time a lot of people are going to see him live, we had to chant CM Punk. Did you have a noisy section? Uh, Not overly, no. The crowd, no. Was, the crowd was pretty noisy, but... My section was pretty pretty laid back. I mean, yeah, if you get up, like, you're in the upper bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah, you get up there, it's more a chill crowd. Yeah, it's a lot of ki- a lot of people with their kids. Um, and, and the realization your chains aren't going to be hurt at the ring, you know? No, I mean, if it's, if it's a big group chant that I can get down on, like, I'll add to it for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, lots of CM Punk chants, man. Uh, what a pack. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, yeah, we get... So, Kurt Angle... So, yeah, that's interesting. I did go back and watch it, but I didn't catch that. So, yeah, if the announcers are talking about how the fans don't want it, this could be a swerve for sure. They mentioned that SmackDown, too, where they're just, like, recapping the lineup. Okay. So, maybe the match happens and it's super quick. That'd be kind of cool. Like, what if he just wraps him up in the ankle lock super fast, Corbin taps, and then Cena comes out, something like that? Yeah. That'd be cool. Because the fans want Cena because uh, Cena, like, debuted with Angle, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I like I like your call on that. That could be a swerve for sure. Um, no, no, side note on Raw, No Way Jose got a really good pop live. I, I heard it when I heard his entrance. I'm like, why are they popping for, like, no, like, as soon as the entrance, like, oh, like that type of fucking reaction on the TV. Like, what, why? I don't know. I look, area? No, I looked it up. He's not, I don't, he wasn't born in Illinois, but maybe he, I don't know, spent a lot of time on the Indies here. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, yeah, really good pop for CM for uh, No Way Jose. That really surprised me. Um, 
So we got that. The Kurt Angle match is really good. That was one of the highlights of the night for sure. The crowd shit on it with a CM Punk chant. But we'll let that go. We'll uh, let it go. We'll let it go. We got Triple H versus Batista. So this one was touched on on Raw with via uh, satellite, of course. Yeah. Not good. No. I didn't know if it was just because I was live and that's boring or not, but no, I, I no, that, that was that was the exact same on TV. Yeah, that was bad, man. It was hilarious. There was a guy near me that was like, like five minutes in, he's like, "What is this? I want a refund." <laughs> <laughs> and it was true, man. The crowd was like, it was like we all went stupid. Like we're all just quiet. Like, what is going on? Like, yeah, I mean, what, what what do you even say? I can't even remember. Is that bad? I don't know. He uh, the the beginning made me laugh. Cole's like, "What's up with this?" Cole's like, in whatever words he used, like, "Why do you hate Triple H?" And Batista's just like, "I don't know. I just don't like him." And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, thank you. And then he answered like a couple yes and no's, and then. Cole said that Triple H was always good to him and his career, and Batista like took his glasses off and was like, "What's wrong with you? What is your malfunction? You don't get it. He's the cerebral assassin for a reason." And like tried to trash him, but it was just horrible. Man, I thought he's supposed to be an actor. Yeah. Yeah, every, but what what movies are they talking about? Everybody's like, oh, he's had a lot of success in Hollywood. Like, with what? I mean, you know how WWE fucking rambles around in the fucking straight-to-DVD or Blu-ray, whatever, now. I know, but, like, what what are they talking about? Like, we might have to go to our movie correspondent, Bork, and see what Batista has done. Oh, yeah, he, he's, 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 he's listed a couple for me before, so I think he has some knowledge of we might have to go to him because I don't, I, I don't know what good movies that they're talking about. I've never seen a good movie with Batista in it. Uh, and then he like got mad and just was like, "That's it, get out of my office." But then he left his office. So that I'm fucking, <laughs> I, I, I'm shaking my head here. I'm sorry that doesn't come out on the radio, but I'm shaking my head. Yeah, it, it was rough, man. There was Triple H wasn't there, like. As we're walking into the arena, I'm like, man, I hope we get a Triple H promo. And we didn't get one. No. It was no like, response. No, no response. It was almost like something was going on. Like, we didn't get... We had no Triple H, no Vince. Uh, I know Steph isn't as free. If you have thyroid eye disease, and the pain in the back of your eye is forcing bad words from your mouth... It might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit TreatMyTed.com. That's TreatMyTed.com. The N-OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve, too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Quinn, but no Steph. And, you know, Shane's mostly SmackDown. But we got no, no McMahon family. Uh, Roman, no Roman, which is like mind blowing. Like when does a raw exist 
and Roman's available and he's not there. That beats the hell out of me. And you didn't have Alistair Black for some reason. No Alistair Black. You had Ricochet without Black. That's the first. Yep. We had Ricochet. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm for them doing their single career. That, that's cool with me. Who who was the Ricochet match versus? Gender. Oh, yeah. That was a good match, though. Yeah. I mean, it had good matches. It was just weird not seeing Roman. When I watched it back, Cole did say that. Roman wasn't medically cleared due to the attack by uh, McIntyre. So they, oh, okay. so they did touch on it, but that was yeah, like I, I didn't catch that. But when you're live, it's just mind blowing. It's like the whole time I was waiting, I was like, okay, like when the triple when the main event happened, I was like, all right, here here we go. Roman's gonna come save uh, um, Seth, but it didn't happen. Uh, yeah, I was expecting it too. Speak- uh, real quick, so when when you're getting the Batista interview, you had Cole on the fucking mic, right? Yeah, I had Cole on the Jumbotron or whatever they're calling that now. Okay. Uh, I didn't know if you could hear him live or you just got left hanging to dry. No, we got the whole interview, but it was just like everybody in the crowd, it was the weirdest feeling. Everybody's like, what's going on? Like, this is horrible. Imagine how bad it'd be if you only had Batista's reactions without Cole's questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I actually liked, uh, one thing about the live show I liked is watching the commentators but not being able to hear them. It's interesting because they look so damn animated. Yeah, and you can see Corey drinking like energy drinks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he would. <laughs> of course, dude. Can you name anybody that Looks like they drink energy drinks more than fucking Corey <laughs> Graves. No. Corey Graves looks like an energy drink. Yeah. That's a good meme. We'll just have an energy drink and we'll just write Corey Graves. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so that leads us to Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. We got, we got this on Raw. McIntyre versus Raw. Oh. Oh, okay. You're going back to the WrestleMania the match. Ma- the Mania match is going to be Brock versus Seth. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll go. Uh, Rollins. I mean, that match. What, what, what can I say about the match, you know? Oh, the, the Rollins versus McIntyre? Yeah. Well, Seth was wearing his uh, Chicago Bears gear again. Was he? I noticed no way Jose wore some fucking Cubs gear. Yep, Seth was wearing the the uh, Bears gear. And uh, Corey actually made a Mitch Trubisky comment on the commentary as well. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, yeah. And Elias made a jab at the Bears, I guess. He kind of just... He made fun of Parky. I mean, oh yeah, he said yeah, he said something about how did he put that? I don't know. He referenced the missed field goal, of course. Yeah, but I forget how he put it. But yeah, uh, one thing we forgot to mention. So there was on Raw, there was uh, Braun Strowman versus who was it? Oh, Leo and or no, it was Braun and Finn Balor versus Leo and Lashley, right? Yeah, so 
to take you through this is Lashley and Leo, he fucking walks out and, uh, like, issues a challenge or something, and Finn has a surprise, surprise guest, or surprise, uh, like, you don't know who his fucking tag team partner is on TV. And then Cole fucking ruins the surprise. What'd he say? He said, I, I think this next match will be a monster of a match. Oh my god. Yeah. Come back and sure enough. I'm like, Cole, <laughs> I'm living the kayfabe lifestyle and you just fucking spoiled Christmas. I will say that Braun was, th- was doing that thing where he throws people across the ring, you know? But when you do it with Lashley, it's a totally... Or when you do it with Leo Rush, it's a totally another, total different ball game. Yeah. I mean, he launched Leo Rush across the room. It was... Across the ring. It was ridiculous. Hey, it's tossing him like a goddamn baseball. Yeah, so I was popping hard for that live. That was a great moment. I think they even had to back off because it was almost too hardcore. They looked ridiculous. Like, Braun looked like he was easing up the last couple of tosses. Yeah, I thought he was going to kill him. Um, so, back to... So, for the WrestleMania match, Lesnar versus Rollins. Uh, Raw started out with Lesnar and Heyman promo. Um, that one was pretty classic, right? Oh, incredibly classic. Classic promo. Uh, Seth comes out... Or, no, Drew comes out first, right? Yeah. And I was yelling from the from the balcony. I was yelling, "Take a knee!" And of, <laughs> and of course, of course, Drew did not take a knee on the raw that I was there. That son of a bitch. He's taking a knee every other time. Yeah, no, he didn't take a knee. Coach uh, McIntyre. Yeah, and then uh, Seth comes out and beats the hell out of him. Beats the hell out of McIntyre with a chair. Yeah, he was going to town. Which, that was a cool moment, too. That was another good moment of uh, Raw. There's a questionable Raw and sign point in that part. Oh, I yeah. So on the TV cut. No, I, I don't remember that. So I couldn't okay. tell you. Well, I'm not going to count it. Okay. Um, So that leads to McIntyre versus Seth later on for your main event of Monday Night Raw. And like yep. you said, pretty classic match. Uh, ends in a classic Lesnar fashion where the music just hits. Lesnar comes out, causes the distraction. McIntyre wins. Lesnar does nothing. Schlinks his way to the back. And that's it. You know, back in the day when they get this distracted by someone's entrance music, it was because of someone of like utter hatred like, it had to be Triple H and The Rock, or Triple H and Stone Cold, or Stone Cold and Vince, for this music to have this type of impact. I'm not yeah. feeling it. Like, Seth, Seth, you're fucking smarter than that. Yeah. You're fucking 100 miles away from your hometown. You gotta know better, and you gotta stay focused on McIntyre. Shame on you, Seth. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. I, I wanted to see Brock and Seth actually do some... I want to see some physicality, Jeff. Oh, it'll come. But yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have a more explosive brawl overall for Chicago. Yeah, because we only got... Let's see here. WrestleMania, April 7th. 
I don't have a calendar in front of me. How many weeks? How many more shows we got, Jeff? Just two? Yeah. I think. You got two more Raws, two more SmackDowns? Yes, sir. Yeah. So we have no physical between Brock and Seth yet. I was hoping that this would be the first one. That would make sense, but I guess not. Nothing. Nothing. Are they getting in each other's heads, Eric? They, they are. Uh, side note, after Raw goes off the air, the live audience gets a... Actually, did Corbin come back at that point on air or no? No. Just Lesnar. Okay. So Lesnar slinks away. And then we get Corbin. The live crowd gets Corbin comes out and starts beating up Seth. And then uh, Dean Dean Ambrose music hits, and he comes out as the equalizer. And uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins stand tall at the end of the night, which uh, I texted Jeff and was told that that was just live audience only. Yeah. So that's how we that's how we ended it. That's Raw. Anything else from Raw you want to mention? We do have. I don't think I have anything else either. I didn't Ron squash Dana, but that was like five seconds. Oh, squash the shit out of Dana. Yeah. I I I missed. Um, I feel like I went to take a pee or something to miss that one. Dude, you could have fucking blinked and missed it. Yeah. Um, I didn't take <clears throat> any notes on this one, obviously, because I was live. But I think I touched on everything. Yeah, I did. I think we're good on that. We do have more on SmackDown. Obviously, we need to mention the big gauntlet match and the big Kofi Kingston news. Oh, uh, one thing that you didn't mention on Raw. Uh, McIntyre basically challenges Roman to a Mania match. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's for sure. Yep. So, that's good. I'm down with that. Yeah. I mean, McIntyre's got got a hell of a push. Yeah, I mean, they, there's not much build, but there wasn't a whole a whole lot of time, and both those guys need something to do. I think it works. For sure. So I think that's Raw SmackDown. Um, we we touched on mostly everything, except maybe uh, Kofi. Kofi for sure, but also Sasha and Bailey face the Iconics, and Iconics win via roll up. So we might be getting... Oh, uh, yeah. Well, a dirty roll-up, but still. Yeah, a dirty roll-up. Uh, I believe Peyton Royce rolls or, rolls one of them up, and then uh, Billy Kay, like, put her feet on her back or something to assist, right? No, is Peyton Royce the one with black hair or brunette? Brunette. And Billy Kay's black hair? Yep. Uh, Billy Kay was the one outside, I want, I want to say, but I, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I think so. Um. I, I, I want them, I mean, it's, yeah, it's probably just going to be a triple threat tag team, wouldn't you say? It's starting to look like a fatal four-way, Jeff. Why, there's some NXT women going down? No, or no, no, let me see, no, no, yeah, four. We got Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. Iconics. Yeah. 
Uh, Beth Phoenix and Natty. Oh, I forgot about them, yeah. And uh, Naya and Tamina. That just seems like they're just trying to involve everyone at that point. The Beth Phoenix and Natty is just like out of left field, you know? Yeah. If that is it, who do you think? I think the Iconics retain, right? I'm, I'm sorry, Sasha and Bailey retain, right? I'd assume so, yeah. I mean, the Iconics. Uh, let's face facts in this match they didn't fucking put on their best wrestling card no they they were pretty rusty yep I think you just need to to develop a title you gotta have a long term long term winner you know yeah I mean maybe by SummerSlam we might see the Iconics as champs I would hope yep um so other than that uh, yeah yeah, the uh, new KO show with Becky and Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, did you have something else to say? No. Yeah, you, yeah, there's that. You could add that as your last note of your Becky and Charlotte storyline. I got it through March 11th right now, so we're, you're going to have to use your imagination for then. <laughs> okay. That's all I have written out at this point. I, I blew it. I was just checking that before you called. Yeah, there's a uh, yeah, there's a new KO show. Uh, Becky and Charlotte are on the show. It was pretty. It, I liked KO as the host for sure. I mean, yeah, I'll still talk about it in the notes, I guess, since it's right here. But yeah, KO's weird as a face, though. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, he is weird. Feel like he's uh, pushing it a little bit. Yeah, he's a natural heel. So yeah. it might be a little hard for him, but he's all right. He's doing good. Um, so yeah, the big news of SmackDown was definitely Kofi Kingston. We had the gauntlet match. If if KO win, or if Ga- if Kofi wins, he gets his title shot at Mania versus uh, Daniel Bryan. So we had to beat Sheamus, Cesaro, Rowan, Samoa Joe, and Randy Orton. Um, one after the ne- one after the next. What was your favorite match here? Um, might have to say, might have to say Sheamus. Yeah, it, yeah. The the gauntlet match always starts out. The first match is always long. No, well, it's dependent on what kind of gauntlet match we're talking about, but yeah. That's true. They'll milk that first match a little more. Yeah, I would agree, though. Sheamus's was good, and so was Orton's. If I can live the kayfabe lifestyle for a second, that was pretty fucking dumb on Rowan or Brian's behalf by having Rowan go in there and fucking disqualify himself in five minutes when a man of that stature could do probably about three times as much damage, if not win the fucking match. Yeah, just win the match and end it. Yeah, say so uses a chair fucking five minutes in. Yeah, silly fuck. Yeah, so it starts with Kofi and Sheamus, like Jeff said. Um, Kofi wins via Trouble in Paradise. Then we get Kofi versus Cesaro. Kofi wins via SOS. The watch party was growing <laughs> steadily. Did you notice this? Yeah. Oh yeah, I knew they were gonna do that. That's classic. Yeah, I took notes on who joined at what match. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
So when it started versus when it started with Kofi versus Sheamus, it was who? Just uh, New Day and Usos. At the beginning of the match, it was New Day and Usos. Then by the end of Kofi and Sheamus, it was uh, Hardys and Ali had joined in. By the end of uh, Kofi versus Cesaro, which he won with uh, SOS, uh, R Truth and Carmella had joined the fray. Uh, Eric Rowan, after he got done with that DQ and uh, he kind of beat him up, roughed him up post match. How is that legal? Yeah, no security was sent out. No. Anyway, uh, Nikki Cross and Ricochet joined the watch party at that point. <clears throat> then Kofi Joe. I like Kofi Joe. Yeah. Sounds like a fucking coffee house. <laughs> yeah, it does. Kofi Joe coffee. Anyway, um, he reversed a powerbomb to slide through Joe. Uh, that that looked pretty dangerous. Do you remember this? No, I don't. Kind of just like... Uh, <clears throat> oh, uh, oh, Samoa Joe's uh, that muscle buster thing he does? Yeah. <coughs> he had him like upside down like... I don't know. I, I can't describe it. Yeah, the muscle buster. The, the, Is that what it's the, called? Yeah. The, the, the real wrestling heads will know. Okay. <laughs> People over there, what's up? Yeah. By this point, uh, Heavy Machinery had joined the party, so you got a fucking real watch party. You need some chips and dip back there. Yeah, we need to get bust out the ruffles and the French onion dip. And it's hilarious to think in 2019 all the wrestlers are gathered around one 40-inch TV yep. that Big E is blocking half of the view from. Yeah. Then you had Kofi versus Orton. The, f- the quote-unquote finale. Were you able to keep track of all the points during this? Because there was a lot. There was a shit ton of points. I was nervous that I might have lost some. But oh. yeah, there's a lot of points throughout. Not only this match, but uh, the whole week. Well, we'll get to that later, and I can rewatch for you if you need me. But there was a lot of points. Um, I thought Kofi versus Randy was a good match. Yeah. So a couple, couple of vets. Yeah. So at the end of this one, who was all at the watch party? Everybody, everybody you already and, mentioned. And, yeah. Anyone else couldn't fucking be seen in the camera because Biggie, like I say, took up half the shot. Okay. There, there was pancakes. I did see pancakes at the watch party, so I can't say it was snack free. Yeah, Biggie brought the uh, hors d'oeuvres. Hell yeah. <laughs> So Kofi wins. Crowd goes. Crowd loves it. New day comes out. There's lots of points. Lots of points. And then you get Vinny Max music hits, of course. And as soon as it hits, you know what time it is. I'm thinking, he's not just coming out to say congrats. Yeah. Like he's gonna do something. So he comes out. He acts like he's a good guy. He congrats. He congratulations to Kofi. You're going to Mania. You're going to Mania as long as you can defeat this one last man. Yep. And Daniel Bryan comes out, has a match, fucking hamster. 
Uh, their match is good, though, and that belly-to-back superplex that Daniel Bryan's has been doing. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, But anyway, Bryan, of course, wins via running knee. So Kofi, as of today, is not in, ma- in the Mania match versus Daniel Bryan. If you're living that kayfabe lifestyle. Exactly. So we all we all think that of course he's going to be in that match. But my question is, how do where do we go from here? How do we get from point A to point B? Yeah, like he screwed him again. This is like the fifth screw job by Vince McMahon. It's crazy. Like where do we go from here? Maybe uh, next time SmackDown's on, you'll see. This is my guess, but you'll see all the uh, faces. Out in alliance with Kofi, make it make it some sort of mutiny. Okay, okay. I was hoping. I mean, to... look, I, I I I rambled off the size of that watch party. This is probably gonna be that watch party. A couple other bros and sisters. Yeah. I just I wish like I was telling you I wish it would just go insane from here. Like, the new day just got Vince tied and gagged in his office and they're going to like rip off his fingernails with pliers. <laughs> and that, that, that would take a whole hell of a turn two weeks out from me. <laughs> yeah. um, you want to keep a casual fan watching, get Vince in a torture scene. Yeah. So it looks like we're going to get Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston at Mania. I don't know how the hell they wouldn't at this point. Right. Is Owens lined up for anything? Because he's still fucking hidden around. That he's like watching and shit. Yeah, Owens isn't lined up for anything, which is interesting. They could have a triple threat again. Yeah. I mean, with with uh, with Kofi instead of Mustafa, like the uh, intended triple threat of Fastlane, maybe. Yeah, because I mean the cards filling up. There's already ten matches. Yeah. But. We could have some... I smell some pre-shows here, of course. We already got... So we got Brock versus Seth. Ronda, Becky, Charlotte. We got Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nice. I don't know how he pronounces that. For the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Yes, Nice. And then we got Triple H versus Batista. Kurt Angle versus Corbin. Shane versus Miz. AJ versus Randy Orton. We got the Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal, which is probably pre-show. Then we got Samoa versus Rey Mysterio, and then we got Asuka versus a TBD. So there's already 10 matches on the card. And then we're still looking at uh, Drew McIntyre and um, Roman Reigns. So that'd be 11. They'll probably make it a clean dozen. Yeah, there's usually like 12 to 14, isn't there? Not ridiculous like that. Yeah, it didn't used to be like this. Nope. I wish they would just calm their asses down. Well, it's it's, it's an extravaganza. Yeah, it's like a, it's huge, dude. You got to like take the next day off of work. It's like an eight-hour show. That's, that's a good thing. Um. So yeah, anything else from Raw or SmackDown we need to talk about? Uh, yeah, we touched on everything. All right. 
Um, thanks again to anybody that's listening. Tell your friends where to find us. Hit us up on the Instagram for a follow so you get updates on when we're posting this shit. And thanks for checking it out. Uh, Jeff, you still got your... Uh, do you want to do a quick rundown of the Becky history? Or do you want to go into your Bulls update? Or what do you want to do here? The Bulls update won't be uh, long. The, the feud history will be long. So whatever you want, whatever you're feeling. <laughs> what do you mean? How long do you think this feud history is going to take? Solid 10 minutes at least. Okay. Um, is that cool? Yeah, I like it. we're at we're at an hour ten. So let's do let's do this. Let's break from wrestling. Let's okay. do that quick uh, Chicago Bulls update, and then we'll we'll catch everybody up on this crazy Shonda or uh, Charlotte Ronda Becky feud. Sounds good, brother. All right, so Jeff, let's get that Chicago Bulls update. I'll leave them both. Hell yeah. So, the Bulls started off when I last left you at 19 and 50. We hit our 20th win this week. Give them a round of applause for the 20th win of the season. God damn. You Chicago Bulls. As the Bulls since then have lost to the Clippers last Friday, lost at Sacramento, then went into Phoenix. You know about Phoenix, Epic? Yeah, they're terrible. They're, they're on a hot streak, though. Oh, shit. So the Bulls lost to Phoenix, too, huh? No, they beat Phoenix. Oh, okay. Good. Even though they didn't have uh, OPJ. So, that's their one win. Robin Lopez is fucking doing work in the paint. He used to play for Phoenix back in the day. Yep. And he was just, he, he was he was dancing. If you like post-play, you'll like this Bulls team. Because Robin Lopez just goes dancing every fucking night. Oh, yeah. Then last night, they played the Wiz back at home. I haven't had the luxury of finishing this game yet, so it's tied 60-60 to at halftime. So we'll see where that one goes. My guess is a loss, but we'll see. You probably already know. No, I don't, actually. Well, either way, these are two teams that aren't making the playoffs. Yeah, the only thing I looked up today was uh, our hometown Bradley Braves are in the NCAA tournament, so I checked to see if they won. They did not. They are, they are yeah. They're, they're gone. Yeah, that was quick. All right, so, what, so real quick before we move on, what's our record, Jeff? Uh, as of last night, 2052. All right. Anything else on the Bulls that we need to update the fans? No. Got some Bears news. Not really, but... I mean, they, they made a couple acquisitions. They did. Tell us about the Bears acquisitions real quick. So, they got... 
for those who haven't heard, they got rid of, uh, they didn't get rid of, but they didn't re-sign Bryce Callahan or uh, Famous Amos. I don't know Amos's first name. Famous Amos is good. Oh, Callahan was great. Yeah, no, I remember. I just meant like, you can call him Famous Amos, that's so good. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. They didn't re-sign him, but they picked up, uh, ha-ha, Clinton Dix from the Packers. Not the cheese dicks, but um, the Falcons last. Oh, he you, you probably know him from the cheese dicks. Oh, I know him from the cheese dicks. And they picked up uh, Cordell Patterson. I can't remember if he's a running back or a receiver from hey, the Patriots. Running back, right? Yeah. I think so. I picked up a receiver who people on Instagram claim is just a kick returner. I think they got rid of Bellamy too. Really? One of those two, one of those sneaky receivers. Um, Cordell Patterson is a wide receiver. I know White's gone, but I think they got rid of someone else. Who who are the other sneaky receivers? Bellamy and there's another guy. Um, they had a ton of sneaky receivers. That's true. Uh, but yeah, uh, Patterson is a is a wide receiver. A oh, wide receiver, okay. Yeah. Um, and then they they re-signed Pat O'Donnell. Let's give Pat O'Donnell a round of applause for booting that fucking the fucking punt. kicker, the punter, the punter. There you go, Pat. 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 Oh, yeah. All right. Any other acquisitions for the Bears? Not that I've seen, but I mean, I'm not following closely, so. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff, for that 30-second Bulls update. That was wonderful. Now what we're going to do is uh, we're going to, Jeff took the time to recap where this uh, crazy, all these in and outs of this feud between Rhonda, well, basically between Becky and Charlotte and how Rhonda was tossed in and the ins and the outs. So Jeff, take us through that. Take us through the highlights. Uh, we're at an hour and 15, so I don't want to gas bag too long. Okay. But I do want I'll try to try and keep it brief, but it's it's fucking there's a lot of steps in that fucking Well, yeah, I don't want to sell it. I, I don't want to sell it short. I do want to hear this because this thing has gone a lot of different directions. Yeah, it so, sure has. So whenever you're ready, go for it. Alright. So Becky as we used to know her was Miss Goggles and uh Miss Midcart. She's getting what Naomi's treatment is right now, basically. You're a face, but we'll use you when we need you and then fucking just treat you as is. Starting after Money in the Bank last June, Becky started to go on a run where she beat a lot of uh, lower card SmackDown ladies like um, Billy Kay, uh, Mandy, Sonya. And then she started to say, you know what, it's my time, goddammit. And then she uh, went out and beat current SmackDown champion Carmella in a non-title match and that match got her a title match at SummerSlam 
in this time frame between June and August, Charlotte came back uh, from some sort of injury or something. Do you remember this? Uh, yeah, I remember. Was she gone because of Flair? Was that when he was uh, in the hospital or no? Uh, it could have been. I don't think it was, though. Nope, it was something else. But I do remember, but I don't remember why. All right. Well, she came back and just basically got gifted the fucking uh, match at SummerSlam. Because she uh, she beat Carmella as well. So, like, oh, well, we'll add you and we'll make it a triple threat. Becky's a little pissed by this because, you know, it's her fucking time and Charlotte's coming in to ruin it. Nepotism, Jeff. Nepotism. It's not made. It's it's it's, it's not being spoken yet. Okay. So then we get to SummerSlam, August nineteenth. Ronda on the other side of the coin defeats Alexa Bliss to win the Raw Women's Title, her first title in the WWE. <clears throat> in the SmackDown Women's Triple Threat between Charlotte Becky and Carmella, Charlotte pins Becky to win the seventh fucking women's championship that's tied most with all most of all time with Chris Stratus. Charlotte won that, right? That's what you said? Yeah. Gotcha. Yep, Charlotte won the title. Pin Becky. I think it was clean. So right now we have Charlotte as your women's SmackDown champion and Ronda as your Raw women's champion. Here's the first high note. Becky turns quote unquote heel post match by uh either punching or smacking Charlotte. Yep. Basically, this... she just went on a rampage and beat the shit out of Charlotte. Yep. Crowd goes nuts. This was a bi- big moment for uh, Becky right here. Yep. Then, August 21st, on SmackDown, Becky gives a promo. She gets on the crowd a little bit for not being behind her, besides Jeffrey, of course. <laughs> you were always behind her, Jeff. Yep. And this is kind of why she's turning heel. And now she's vocalizing that she's been denied opportunities that uh, opportunities to excel within the women's system like Flair has gotten, you know, like nepotism. Of course. And despite the fact that she's trying to turn heel, the crowd supports just still like, fuck yeah. Yep. August to September, we have a feud brewing between Becky and Charlotte. Uh, no clear heel because they're trying to uh, work with the crowd a little bit. September 16th, Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Becky defeats Charlotte Clean, winning the second SmackDown Women's Championship of her career. And that that was not a Hell in a Cell match, correct? No. I thought it was, but it was not. Nope. Continue. Okay. October 6th. This is two weeks after that. Uh, there's a title rematch. Uh, Char- Charlotte has uh, Becky in a figure eight about to fucking lose the title. Becky just ruthlessly uses the title as a weapon to get herself disqualified, retaining. Yep, I remember that. This was, Oh, actually, that was at a Super Showdown Australia. Okay, and at this point... Um... Rhonda is still... Rhonda's not involved yet. No. She might be fucking around with Nia Jax or... Can't remember. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. October 9th. That's SmackDown after that fucking Super Show. 
Paige makes a title rematch with the stipulation that if Becky loses via disqualification, she's going to lose the title. Uh, that match takes place later that night. Becky retains the title by a double countout. You remember that? Yeah, this is so. This is when Paige was general ma- or yeah, GM of SmackDown. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. she was GM throughout all this shit. Okay. And uh, afterwards, uh, Charlotte attacks Becky and throws her through the LED screen at the top of the stage. That was a really good one. Yeah, it was. Becky threw Charlotte through it, right? No, Charlotte threw back or Charlotte th- speared, speared Becky through the speared LEDs. her through it. Yeah, that was a great yeah. fucking moment. Okay. Yeah, that was hardcore. The next week was SmackDown 1000, so you had the Cutting Edge with Edge having Becky Lynch on, and oh. he basically just warns her about her attitude and shit, like a fucking cool guy. Yeah, he basically says, I, 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 I did your path, bruh. Yeah. And look at me now. It's lonely yeah. at the top. Yeah. Okay. Charlotte interrupts this whole cutting edge and uh, attacks Becky, and they're separated by uh, Finley and Jamie Noble and some other security. <laughs> then you might remember this one. I had forgotten about this. The next SmackDown, we get a video from the Performance Center. Where Charlotte has given a pep talk to all the up-and-coming women that I've never seen. Yep. And all of a sudden, Becky storms in and attacks Charlotte in front of her little class. Embarrassing her. I completely forgot about that shit. No, I have too. This is really interesting hearing this all back. This is WWE needs to take your cue and do this, because this is what we need to get hyped for the match at Mania. I mean, let's be honest, they're going to have a fucking two-hour pre-show at least. They better do this. Yeah. So, then, Evolution is the following week. Uh, last woman standing match for the title between Becky and Charlotte. Good-ass match. Yep. I love that Becky, match. Becky stands tall. Last woman, did I say last woman standing? I don't know, but I know what you meant. That was a great match. Yeah, first ever last woman standing. Solid fucking shit. The next SmackDown, October 30th. Uh, Paige offers Charlotte to be the captain of the uh, SmackDown Women's Survivor Series team. Flair is kind of depressed at the time and banged up, but is encouraged to consider it. Becky come out, comes out and cuts a promo. This is the birth of the man, October 30th. She said that she proved that she is still the champ and that she is the man. The fans start uh, cheering, we want Rousey. Becky asks, what about Rousey? What plan does she think she's the baddest on? And uh, says that she's focused ripping on... She's focused on ripping Ronda's arm off at Survivor Series in the champion versus champion match. We could, we could cut it here at halftime because we're not even close. <laughs> but this is – yeah, this this is a good sport. This could be part one? Part one. Okay. How So you're working your way up to Survivor Series at this point. Yep. 
Okay. So is this right before uh, the big, the big fallout, where where she meets the SmackDown crew, attacks the Raw crew? Indeed. Okay. Yeah, let's call that part one. Part one. That was a good ass breakdown. This is what they need to do, dude, because they're uh, this Kofi story is getting bigger. Yeah. Um. I think they need to. I think they need to start showing it. This is a long ass story. When did your breakdown start? June, like right after Money in the Bank. Wow. Hey, this is a good old school build right here. Yeah, they, they've been they've been ruining this shit. It's just so much shit happens that you forget. Yeah. They need to put start putting together packages to get us warmed up for this. They better get on your shit, WWE. Well, that was great, Jeff. I'm going to give you a round of applause because I really enjoyed this recap. And we'll do a little tease. If anybody's out there listening, you can come back next week and check out part two. Part two of the... I mean, we got to finish the series within three. Yeah, it could be... WrestleMania is right here. It could be two or three. I don't know. We'll see how, we, how it goes. Um... So yeah, thanks everybody for listening again. If you like it, tell somebody that likes wrestling. Tell them to check us out. Check us out on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, all that stuff. Give us a listen. Uh, Is there anything else, Jeff, before we put a bow on this that you need to say? One week till White Sox season. (laughs) Damn. Oh, before we leave, we gotta do one real quick, Jeff. You gotta update us on our WrestleMania sign pointage. Oh, sweet Jesus. Talk to me about side points. Like I say, I don't know if I caught everything this week. Because it was a fucking fury. On Raw, we had the most points to date. Seven different points. Let me tell you who joined the fray. We got Natalia Beth Phoenix, both pointing. Dana Brooke with two points. Baron Corbin with three points. God damn! I didn't catch all the. I didn't catch those at all live. I caught the uh, Natty and uh, Beth points. That's it. That's all I caught live. It was it was a heavy pointer, and then SmackDown. Oh my God! They <laughs> topped Raw. Because I counted. I don't know how many you counted, and we can all go back and fucking double check, but. I counted eight points. Go ahead and list them off. Go ahead and list them off, and I'll see if I can remember anything. Two by Kofi, two by Joe, one by Randy Orton, one by Xavier. Wait, that's seven. Who else? Uh, Charlotte, of course. Yep, I I remember all those. I think you got them. Charlotte has the commanding lead still of points. How many? (laughs) Oh man, one, two, three, four, five, eleven. Do you know? Do you have a total count right now? I sure do. We are up to forty-six sign points. And, the, and we got two more weeks to go, Jeff. We're looking. I wouldn't be surprised if we rounded out at sixty-five or seventy, right? Easily, man. They. I mean, they just had fifteen this week. 
given it's the heaviest week to date, but I mean, we're getting closer. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, thank you for that that update. Everybody, listen next week for Jeff's part two of this uh, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, Becky Lynch trilogy. I really like this. Hell yeah. Um, all right, Jeff, I think it's time to put a bow on this fucker. We're going in on an hour and a half. I think people are probably sick of hearing us talk if anybody listened this long. Yeah, they probably fell asleep, but that's all right. I, I talked to one person that said they do fall asleep to this. I'm like, cool, if it lets you get a good, good snooze in, bro, go for it. Yeah, do it. And on that note, night, 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 night. But now I don't you understand. Start calling it. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. The in dash OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.